You're listening to the Soul Online Self-Care Podcast, and today I am having a special guest on. His name is Derek Lacey, and he is a sleep facilitator and founder of the Art of Falling Asleep and Five-Step Method. This is a method of sleeping that aligns the mind, body, and nervous system to create a deeper and more meaningful experience of sleep. After spending a lifetime of fighting insomnia himself, Derek discovered his sleep when he became a health coach in 2015, learning the importance of daily habits and mindset changes, and then applying these mindset changes to his own insomnia transformation. In today's episode, we are going to talk about some of these habits and mindsets, so let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello and welcome, Derek. Thank you for coming to the Soul Alliance Healthcare Podcast. It's great to have you. Thanks, Tina. Thanks so much for inviting me here. So I'm just going to get right into it. I'm just going to ask you, like, tell us about yourself and what you do. Let's start with that. Yeah. Well, I am a, um, once upon a time, I was a, a terrible insomniac. I suffered a lot from not being able to sleep all my life, really going back to when I was a little kid. But um, for a good portion of my adult life from like 25 to 40, mm-hmm. uh, I suffered a lot of sleepless nights and, um, just assumed it was something that was going to plague me for the rest of my life. And so I, I kind of subscribed to like what I call the upside down lifestyle. And I got a bartending job and, you know, just kind of was just, um, assumed that I was going to have to sleep during the day, be up at night, um, and, um, and just kind of, um, struggle with that. But, um, I found coaching, uh, I got a health coaching certificate when, uh, back in 2015. And I, I wasn't expecting that to, to be a catalyst for me starting to sleep, but I learned some new habits and kind of, was um, turned on to this concept of transformation being one thing and then changing the wiring of your beliefs and becoming something else. And then I quickly realized that uh, once I started sleeping better, sort of accidentally, um, I I realized that, that I had an opportunity to switch my beliefs around sleep. And so I did that. And very quickly, you know, um, when I became a coach, everybody goes through this, like, um, well, everybody I was in, in school with was going through like, like, what do I niche in? Mm-hmm. So many people uh, struggled with with deciding on what to do. And for me, it was very clear. And I, you know, I never spent really a, a day focused on anything other than sleep, because um, I, I knew it was such a big problem for for so many people. In fact, I didn't realize it was it was such a big problem until and, you know, I started sort of announcing that because that's what so many insomniacs struggle with is it feels like you're on an island. It feels like like nobody else is really going through this. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, so I've I've been very devoted to the um, the the movement um, of of uh, sleep and what that's turned into now for me is just really looking more deeply into why sleep is a problem and why it doesn't have to be a problem. And which is, uh, you know, for me, that's really taking what I call a holistic view of the holistic view of sleep, just like going, um, taking a, a really um, a bird's eye view at, at the process and, and looking at the spiritual implications as well as, as the um, physical implications. I love that. Oh, so I have, I have some questions. Um, so you mentioned at the beginning that you even had trouble sleeping as a child. So how, how young can you remember having trouble sleeping? Three years old. Three? Really? Wow. So, I mean, yeah, that's, I think that's important because I think there's some people that can relate to that. So I'm glad that you mentioned that it was always a problem. And, and what's nice too, is now that you have some kind of a solution. And so for the people out there that are listening, that have always had a problem for their entire lives, that think that this is the way I'm, this is just the way I'm built might be some of the things they might say, or this is just the way I am, that there can be some kind of a, some relief for people like that too. And then, and then you said something, you said, I accidentally started sleeping better once I became a health coach. Um, what do you think started that? What do you think were some of the things that helped initially that you were like kind of surprised by? Yeah. Well, the, the cool thing about that was that even though I had so much emotional resistance and going back to three years old, I mean, like, you know, when, when I was, what what even called that to my attention, because um, if you're a young kid and you're having trouble sleeping at night, that just can feel like that's, this is just what it's like. Mm-hmm. But I, I would go to school and that having to take a nap during the day and then noticing I was the only one that wasn't napping, right? That was that point where I'm like, huh, I'm not, <laughs> everybody else is doing it. <laughs> and so, and, and that makes me, you know, makes me realize that, okay, Perhaps if you're if you're taking like a, a, a like a, a grand view, existential, bigger view at this, like perhaps I entered into this life, like my soul struggling to sleep, and and so I I identify as one of these people that just has this uh, that came into this life with a resistance to sleep, yet yet it was when I started cutting off my last meal of the day. Mm-hmm. and 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 waking up and saying you know what i i'm gonna today i'm gonna have gratitude for the sleep that i got not the sleep that i didn't get and i started you know just implementing these these little habits and appreciations and then noticing how impactful that was on my sleep and just you know it's like this this um is paradoxically i'm i'm like huh i can I, as a human being, there's so many things I can, I can do in this like three-dimensional body that I haven't been doing. And at the same time, um, appreciating perhaps that, that, um, there's something different about me and that requires a different way of thinking and a different way of relating to myself and my soul. And, and that I can get enough sleep. I can get as much sleep as I need to, where sleep isn't a story for me or the struggle to sleep isn't a story. And so that's what it's been like for the last seven years. 
for me is sleep continually getting better each year to where I'm, I was no longer inhibited by sleep in my life, but now it's getting to the point where sleep is becoming an asset that it never would have been had, had I never come into this world with a sleep problem Mm -hmm. where it's just becoming like a spiritual superpower. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I feel like, um, if I'm listening correctly, that, uh, it was a lot of, there were some lifestyle changes, like you said, cutting off that meal. Um, but also a lot of it was shifting your mindset and your belief system about the way you were experiencing the sleep and, and the way you were portraying yourself. So it sounds like a lot of mindset shifts that helped you a lot. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I started with, with coaching, I was introduced to this, just idea that there's a subconscious mind that has a, has a history and that below your awareness, it's, it's keeping score and it's, it has its own set of beliefs and those beliefs can contradict the desires and intentions of the conscious mind. And then it, that creates this dissonance. And so working with that space in between was, was really just knowing, just knowing I'm like, okay, <laughs> I want this particular thing. It's really confusing on how to get it, but I know that there's this inner child, this, this subconscious desire within me that actually wants the same thing that just has a different way of going about it. So that, that awareness just blew me away and it gave me the patience. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm the only one that can fix this and it's a thing. Other people have done it in their own way. And that provided me with, with the patience. Like that was the that was the initial mindset mm-hmm. that allowed me to commit to the the daily habits and you know the exercise and the good food and the sunlight and blocking blue light at night all all of that all of that prescription stuff and 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 then stay stay committed to it throughout this process and just the overall healing process i mean it's really fascinating that the most of our suffering comes from this relationship between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. You know, I would, the- go, as, I would go as far as to say all of our suffering comes from that. To, to be honest, it's like it I feels can't like that. Yeah, I can't disagree <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you you talked about you said a um you took like a holistic view, a bird's eye view, and now I know exactly what you mean by that. But explain to the audience what you mean by holistic view. Yeah, you know, what when whenever we talk about holistic approach, it's 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 considering the whole, right? Mm-hmm. And, um and so for when we begin with a with anything holistic now, it's like we've been given this frame. Sleep science has introduced us to this frame to where we think we know everything that there is to know. Mm-hmm. So when I say holistic view of the holistic view. I'm I'm just talking about like challenging the view from the very beginning and challenging the fact that like why is you know why is this thing that's so primordial that's so god given it's just our right there's there's nothing that is uh that is that is more uh, like 
inherent to our to our right as a human being as a soul than sleep so why is it so difficult and why is it that whenever i would seek help it was like i never was satisfied mm-hmm. nobody could ever in my struggle all the years of struggling nobody could ever help me and nothing that anybody tried to help me with really made sense to my being so why is this and why is it that every year sleep gets more challenging and it becomes it's becoming more and more of an epidemic and so the holistic view of holistic view is really just challenging everything and and from there trying to just come up with more helpful concepts and and so what what like what more information and we're not supposed to know just sometimes i compare it to like having grandma's recipe for some of you know her favorite foods or desserts and sometimes you're not supposed to know what's in the pudding and and not knowing is what makes it so special and i think we've gotten to this point where in some ways it's really nice to know what we know about sleep about what's going on under the hood mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to be helping the way it's supposed to and and so it, it it's I just think it's time to um, re, reverse or um, yeah like if you imagine like a funnel mm-hmm. it's it's like a re- right now what we're experiencing is a reverse is a reverse funnel um, where instead of there being it being limitless now it's like we know everything that we know about sleep and now we're trying to deduce how to sleep as if we, as if there, as if there's a right way to do it. Yeah. So now there's a ceiling, there's a cap on the sleep that we're getting. And we're trying to sleep from the frequency of the problem. We're trying to sleep using technology, using knowledge, using all the things that were given to us by the actual stimulus that created this problem in the first place. Yeah. Electricity. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I feel like one of the reasons why you said sleep keeps getting worse and harder for people every year. And I think that's because we're moving further and further away of the way we're supposed to naturally live as human beings. You know, we're living in uh, closed environments indoors. Sometimes people don't go outside all day. You know, so there's people that don't go outside. There's no movement. We're being exposed to unnatural light all day long and night you know, all, all night, sometimes all night, there's a lot of people who keep their TVs on all night in their bedrooms, they have their phones, they have, so it, and it just, and there's just more and more information that's available to you all the time, um, like being exposed to all types of informations instead of like, you know, controlling the type of information that you, uh, expose your energy to and stuff like that. So I feel like, that's exactly true. It could be so much more simplified if you just kind of went back to a more natural state, which for some people is not something they're willing to do. So I guess my next question would be, how do you, how, what does the process look like when you help someone, when someone comes to you, what does that process look like? And how, how is it when they, how do you work with them? Yeah. The, the, the first step is to recognize what system a person is, is in and the recognize the cycle that they're in and make sense of everything that they're, that they're doing. Cause when people 
come to me, they're obviously trying things and mm-hmm. they're doing things. And usually they're doing more to help them sleep as far as their lifestyle goes. They're 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 doing more than the average person who doesn't have trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. So the first thing to do is make sense of of what they're doing, which usually turns into them actually doing less and and putting everything into concept with their life and taking what I call the a la carte menu and and turning that into like a concept, a concept album, uh, uh, something that makes sense with their life, with who they are. So that uh, because what what this does is creates conscious and subconscious alignment so if you're struggling with insomnia and you're like well you know because of this i wake up and i i get sunlight i ground i meditate i do yoga then i take an ice bath and then i do an infrared sauna and 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 i juice all day (laughs) that's a lot of work (laughs) yeah there's it's it's a lot of work that goes into it and because of that it you're actually guiding your subconscious mind to focus on the fact that you can't sleep mm-hmm. or the belief that you can't sleep. And so this is, this is the first step is, is really just giving them some space, creating the space for them to actually live a lifestyle that they enjoy. That is also guiding their subconscious mind to a new belief and so they actually, you know, don't have to work as hard. And, um, and so it's, it's really um, the, the program that I take people through is, is conceptual, but it's also based on actions and principles. And so I just introduce them to what I call is like the art of falling asleep. And, and then this um, routine for, for falling asleep at night, the five-step method which creates alignment in the conscious and subconscious mind and then gives them like concepts, actions, and principles so that they can follow something very specifically, but then trust that, you know, it's, they're, they're following these circadian principles and actions, but what it's doing is putting you in harmony, you know, with your, with sleep, with the release of melatonin, and the reception of adenosine in the hypothalamus, right? Like, like that these concepts are actually following the laws of circadian rhythm, but they make sense to your nervous system. They make sense to your soul, to your heart, in the communication between your heart and brain. Mm-hmm. So it's really just taking somebody and and who's out of concept with sleep and then creating that harmony. That's the first step. I love that. That sounds, it sounds, it sounds like a very relaxed process too. It doesn't sound like too, you know, stressful, which I would, I, which I would assume that some, if you find a person that's doing all those things, like you just mentioned, I run into people like, well, I should say that I used to run into people like that when I did mostly just health coaching, but now I do like more life coaching where they're doing all the healthy stuff to the point where they're almost stressing themselves out. I have to get the, all this stuff into one day because this is what's going to help me sleep tonight, or this mm. is what's going to keep me healthy. And in the meantime, they're, you know, they're stressing themselves out, which is which is damaging to their health. It's not helping them anyway. So finding something um, 
like like you said, that feels good in their soul. That feels, I mean, I feel like that's so important. It's such a, that's a huge step. And I feel like everything you're saying kind of starts with a, a little bit of a mindset shift, which is probably, I would almost assume a relief to some of the people that are coming to you that they don't have to, it's not something they should have to work towards. It's something that should feel good. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I was very surprised and blown away by this. I mean, this is a shift that happened in the last year where, I mean, I I went through all these phases and like uh, five years ago, I started a a blue, uh, blue blocking glasses company. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is, you need this for your sleep. And this is, this is really helpful. And then I, I just went, I came to this realization once I started incorporating the whole more and more that there is nothing more important to your sleep than creating harmony in the concept between your conscious and subconscious mind, and then taking the time before bed to become aligned that, that there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no step that's greater than that. And so I would rather I will surrender my blue blocking glasses. I will surrender my exercise, my healthy food mm-hmm. to have my routine, to have my my process for aligning my subconscious mind with my conscious mind. And then, and then going through that 20 to 25 minutes of my routine to connect to myself more meaningfully. That, and of course I get to do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- but- once I discovered, once I discovered that, I'm like, oh my God, we're, we're spinning our wheels. Mm-hmm. Are. So, so I was going to ask you that. I was going to say like, leave, leave the people, leave the audience with one thing they can do that could really get the ball rolling. So how would someone do that? What does that, what does something like that look like? How would they connect like that? I would say that the, the first step to take is to realize the distinction between your day ending and then your night beginning or your 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 journey into sleep beginning because a lot of times it looks and feels like the same thing mm-hmm. think about whatever it is that you do towards the end of the night when it's like putting the kids into bed cleaning up after dinner folding those last bits of laundry to where a lot of times it's just like in the exact same motion in the step. It's like you're stepping with your right foot as you're drying the last dish. And then in your, with your left foot, you're stepping into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's this blur between the day ending and the night beginning. And so I like to insert a little gray area, kind of like a timeout. Mm-hmm. And before entering that gray area. So imagine if, if, if that gray area was a room in your house that was separating the kitchen from the bedroom. And then before you enter that gray area, you, you can't even enter into that gray area until you've come to resolution that your day is over. Mm -hmm. And so you have to like pause and you check in with yourself. You're like, all right, am I ready to say goodbye to my, like, do I have any last words for this day that is, that is uh, about to be behind me? Mm -hmm. And 
when you know if, is when you're ready to enter into that room and leave that behind you're still not ready to go into bed mm-hmm. need you because because you're just making the mental decision that that day is over and now you need to alchemize the energy that is still in your in your body but now mm-hmm. that but because you've made the mental decision you've given permission for the alchemy to take place mm-hmm. And so this is the thing for people to realize because the day has become so much longer and the turn into sleep has become more of a 90 degree turn. We've forgotten that we have the ability to alchemize anything within this that does not feel processed. And so we use other things. We use pills or supplements or even meditations, um, not realizing that that like we just need to give permission mm-hmm. to just mind and then wait a little bit. And so you could sit in that little gray zone um, and you see it behind me. Like here's, here's my, this is like the kitchen area. And then that's my meditation room mm-hmm. actually built. I'm still in the process of building this house, but this is, this house is a sleep concept. I built this house just so that I could like, you know, it, it's kind of cool. It's kind of a weird advantage of being, you know, a sleep coach that mm-hmm. gets to build your own house. But but you you get a visual. It's like I'll sit in that room, and and I don't go into the bedroom until until I know my day's been processed. And then when I enter the bedroom, I'm going through my own process of like, all right, now, um, how do I feel about going to sleep? And I go through that checklist, and then I I check in with my subconscious mind. I mean, this is a little bit more of a um. It's still simple, but but you know this is a big part of the of the program and the first step and the five step method. But just checking into to to the the focus of your subconscious mind, which is always available to us, and checking in with the thoughts and feelings and emotions about like, all right, how do you feel about, you know? And I'm checking in with a soul who perhaps in another life, you know, um, had a huge objection to going to sleep, and so I'm checking in and just just saying like, how do you feel about going to sleep? And I register that and then I pass along a message that that says, I understand that you might be feeling resistant, but this is why this is this is why it's okay to go to sleep and why your resistance is just a little bit outdated. And so we take that step and that that's available. That really is available to anybody like starting tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that people can do. Uh, right away. And I, I don't know about you, but I love that time of the day where I kind of like switch over. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely a, a shift of energy. It's like one of my favorite times of the day, like in between my day ending and then sleep, like in between what goes on there. So I kind of, I kind of like that. And I think that's a, a perfect starting point for people. And I, as you were talking, I was just thinking that would be a really good journal exercise. I love journaling, like, because sometimes just thinking in my head, my, my, my mind will tend to wander and wander and wander. And then if I journal, it's more specific. I stay on the topic of whatever I was thinking about. So maybe that's just me, but (laughs) that fits fits in perfectly there. Yeah. So like, because when, when I like start to, I love it when people tell me to visualize something because I find it very interesting because I'll start to try to visualize something, you know, visualize something you want, something you want to manifest, something you want to experience. 
and I'll start to do that, but then I'll end up in a completely different place. And sometimes mm. it's not always the best place. And I'm like, my God, my imagination just runs wild. And so mm. by journaling, it's a, a much um, better process for me. So I think it's like a matter of each individual person figuring out what works for them to make that transition. Would you, would you agree with that? I, I will, and I and I would add to, you know, um, uh, that that you know, that there's something special about that time of day. So, what one of the things like earlier I mentioned, solving insomnia from the frequency of the problem, and what knowledge, science, all this stuff. One of the problems that it's created is that it's removed people from their intuition and connection to the time of day and circadian law and how like the the frequency that we are in right now is so is different from when this conversation started 30 minutes ago right the sun's in a different location we're receiving different frequencies of light the magnetism coming from the earth is different because of the um the effect of of the electrons you know, bouncing off of, of the earth. So all of this is changing and, and you cannot just anything that I, that you do now, like that visualization that you're talking about, all of that is going to vary based on what time of day it is. I'm, I was giggling at myself because I did a podcast last week at three in the afternoon mm -hmm. and like I'm, my personality in that is so much different, mm -hmm. right? Oh so, yeah, absolutely. Day, yeah. Yeah. So it's different for every person, but when you, what you're surrendering to is the fact that like, if you're, if you're, you know, I recommend, um, there, there's only one time to, there's, there's one time that we were designed to sleep and that's just a few hours after the sun goes down. Mm -hmm. We can't, we can't change that. No matter how many light bulbs we, we put into the room, we cannot change circadian law. And so when you go through these practices at this particular time, what's happening is that you're being taken to a, a, a state of homeostasis that's appropriate. And so if you, if you keep that in mind and then you realize that like, okay, well, if magnetism is telling me that um, I'm, it's taking me to sleep by let's say 10 or 1030, but then magnetism is also making me so naturally tired by 8 30 9 o'clock that i lose the momentum and energy to do some of the tasks for my day well then what's supposed to be happening in that time of day and so you're being invited to actually enjoy a state of bliss where you're not yet ready to go to sleep but you're not um, you don't have the energy to be in the frequency of your day mm -hmm. and so you're not just you're not just doing something as a means to an end, which is sleep so that you can get up and do it again the next day. It's like that, that moment where a routine takes place is like one of the greatest gifts that you've been given as a human being. Mm -hmm. And you've, you know, if it wasn't, if it wasn't like this, we would just, we would just keep going. We would never pause. And so to me, this is the point where life really takes on meaning and and you're in everything becomes really meaningful 
is when you can pause and all you're doing by pausing is surrendering to the magnetism of the earth mm -hmm. and spirituality yeah. and it's driving you up into your spiritual chakras. Yeah. And you experience this, this place where you have no needs, right? You're not hungry. You're not thirsty. You're not impatient anymore. You're just there. And you're that's just being, you're just, you're just being, you're just being, that's why I think it's my favorite time of the day because it's, mm -hmm. it's a natural state and, and you hear people say that all the time, just be present in the moment. And, and most people are like, well, what, what the heck does that look like? You know, you know, and, and I, I can feel those little moments. And what's funny about them is they're sometimes can be very rare, you know, when I think that that is actually those moments are supposed to be our natural state. So mm -hmm. I think it's, um, you keep shifting. I have to just mention this, but you keep shifting and there's that light. You, do you see the same light that I see that's coming I, I through? Do, yeah, I was trying to uh, repair that without distracting you. It's but... actually, I think it's really cool because <laughs> you were talking earlier about um, the different times of the day and how it's different from now as it was uh, from when we started and yeah when we started there was this like really cool light just like going across the whole screen and now it's gone um for those of you who are listening you could watch the podcast on the youtube channel um and see what we're talking about but the light's gone now but it was there for most of the interview and i, I actually think that's it was pretty cool so it didn't bother me at all but anyway those moments of just being or bliss or um I call it sometimes when you're in flow, you're just like, whatever. Those are the, those are the moments. I actually just think that that's like what, what that's supposed to be our natural state. I don't know. Um, but I, I feel like if we all had more of that in our lives, it would be so much better, you know, and there's different times when I experience that. Like, so, so when I'm doing that shift from, like you said, from, the end of your day before sleep, the gray area or whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't always feel that way that that time of the day, but I do always enjoy that time of the day. But sometimes when I'm really just being is like when I'm in my garden doing stuff like that. And I'm out, almost always when I'm outside. And that's why I kind of long to always be outside. I always say I love a good rainy day because I know I'll get my work done because when the sun's out, I just feel like I'm I feel like a little kid and I just want to go outside and play. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah, I love that, that I love just being, and that's a hard, I think that's, um, and maybe you agree with me. I think that could be a hard state for some people to reach, um, especially with someone who like myself, who has that tendency to always be working and over maybe over working and someone who has the tendency to be stressed out and maybe a little anxious. So like, I always have that tendency. So to like, like kind of relax and let go sometimes can be really difficult. Do you find that sometimes with some of your clients? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the invitation is just, is, is not to struggle with that tendency 24 seven and, and welcome it, you know, because, because time is an illusion, right? Like life takes mm -hmm. place. States. And so as you, as you described, like, you know, when we began this conversation, uh, the, the everything was, the picture was fine. Light started to change. But again, there's instructions, there's signals and all that light. Yeah. It's really what time is. But what we use time as is like a reminder. It's telling us what to do. It's like, oh, okay, I need to have this done by a certain time. And I have a meeting with Tina at this time. And so 
mm-hmm. we're actually following the instructions of an illusion and mm-hmm. not thing that the illusion is following. And, and so um, we're in a perpetual cycle of illusion. So it's, it's just normal. It's, it's normal to feel that like, Oh, I can't let go. And I'm like, Oh, I'm running behind. And mm-hmm. uh, so what I invite people to do is like, live that illusion is like, we're living in an illusion, right? It's like, we're, mm-hmm. we, we look on our phones and we're seeing what's going on on the other side of the world. And it, th- that is, you know, it's real for that, but it, uh, our awareness of it is, is an illusion. And we listen to guided meditations with a voice that's not real. It's an illusion. It's like mm-hmm. that person who <laughs> the <laughs> at any given moment, you could be listening to a guided meditation and that same person could be yelling at somebody like in road rage. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's yeah. really hilarious. And, mm-hmm. and so I just invite people. It's like, all right, live to the, we're all living in the illusion, but take this one time during your day where you exit that matrix and then you sit and you, you feel yourself become processed. You feel the, I mean, you, and you'll literally feel it like, if you pause and sit there and know that it's coming, you will feel yourself composting. You will feel the energy of your day composting and repurposing itself into sleep. Yeah, so absolutely. Yes. At one time, right? And you become addicted and you become addicted to that process, then you will sleep in a different way than you ever have. And then it just becomes like, your day, you will live in a state of presence that is able to absorb the wear and tear of living in that illusion of time. And then you just escape to it. I think that's what the order is for us now as human mm-hmm. beings in this yeah. modern day is, is like sleep is more important than ever to escape that matrix and then experience like the true magnetism of that moment. And now that we have some knowledge about sleep, Instead of that not being helpful anymore, well, let's, you know, now I can, in my mind, as I'm becoming alchemized, I can picture the melatonin being released from my pineal gland. Mm-hmm. I could picture the everything going, the, the flow of energy through the HPA axis. I can, I can actually bring these thoughts into concept with, with my mind, my body, my nervous system. And use that knowledge to now have uh, a more enhanced experience of sleep. And so it's just, it's, it's never, there's never been this kind of sleep available to us. And there may never be this kind of sleep available to us, right? Like, I believe that we're living in this, in this, this moment of time where we can experience a kind of sleep that's never existed. Well, I hope that, uh, I hope that doesn't change much while I'm alive. In this in this lifetime, at least, <laughs> who knows who knows what's going to happen in my next life? And right. there it is; it's back again. <laughs> the light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we're going to end on that note. That's a really good place for people to start. But on top of that, can you tell everyone where they can find you, um, so that they could connect or work with you? Sure, sure. Well, the. Um, uh... My name is Derek Lacey, and then the brand, if you will, the the movement is the art of falling asleep. So you can find me at theartoffallingasleep.com or on Instagram at theartoffallingasleep, 
on Facebook, I am Derek Lacey, D-E-R-E-K, L-A-C-E-Y. And um, or you can find me out and about driving in my truck with my dogs <laughs> <laughs> in Texas Hill Country, but um, <laughs> living life. But um, yeah, yeah. Outside of that, if if um, if anybody is is wanting to, you know, make a little different kind of sense of of sleep and and do something a, a little different and and really see insomnia. You know, I call it the gift. Mm-hmm. When you when you realize that um, if you didn't have challenge a uh, challenge with sleep, then you would just perhaps be you know sleeping, perhaps you know uh, not putting as much um, taking as much time before bed and centering, aligning with your subconscious mind. So you have an opportunity to sleep in a way that that people who don't struggle with sleep don't even sleep. Right. So it's like, exactly. The the experience of sleep I have has been so special to my life that I'm like, thank God. Thank you, God, for, for making me put so much attention towards this. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Okay. Well, we'll put all that contact information also in the show notes so that you can find Derek. I want to thank you for coming on as a guest today. I think that this was this is going to be super helpful to a lot of people. Thanks for the work that you do. I appreciate you. And thank you for, for having this discussion. Oh, I appreciate you too. Thank you for joining me on the Soul Align Self-Care podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the other ones, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcast? This would help me expand the audience of the Soul Align Self-Care podcast so that I could help more people. So I want to personally thank you ahead of time if you do this for me and also be sure to get on the wait list for the Soul Align Self-Care Bootcamp if you want to expand and be guided on any more of these deep level self-care practices. Love you. Bye.